It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh, man, I love that guy. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the melting pack here on the Next Level Network today. We got some stuff going on today. We got a, a song, Jesus, from uh, We're Off to a Great Start, from our friends in Point North. Their new album is out now, so we'll play a song from that. We have some baseball stuff. We got some fan mail digging into the mailbag. I will explain why uh, some of these took so long when we get there. We got a little bit of wrestling news. Sorry, Mom. Uh, but I'm not going to be describing any of the things, so I guess, is that better or worse? I don't know. Uh, I'll talk about some TV stuff that we've been watching and a, a game I've been playing, or a demo, I should say, and that's exciting, getting me excited for uh, for the game itself, uh, an exciting announcement from work, and uh, we'll see what else we can sprinkle on throughout the show, uh, but that's all. No interview today, no guest, uh, just me rolling, yelling, rolling, rolling along, I was going to say, um, doing some yelling. I was going to get mad. You know what? Are we going to get mad today? There was something that I wanted to... Oh, when we get to the baseball stuff, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a uh, a baseball-related pat peeve when we get there. So uh, we will do that and much more, whatever else we can uh, roll into here on the show. A lot of rolling today. Do I own a rolling pin? I mean, this is like a food show, isn't it? The Melting Pat, you think of food? Do people do that? Is that a thing people do? I know a couple episodes in a row I talked about food, and my mom... For some reason, listen to both of those in a row, and uh, she was hungry the whole time. Do I have any food today? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> indirectly, yes. So, my bad. We'll get to that in a second. But first, we got to get real. Some serious stuff going on. I know, Pat, you're supposed to be fun and talk about showgirls and WAP and all that. I know. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. But what we need to do, everybody in America, is we got to save the post office. And I'm not saying this just because the election and all this stuff, although, you know, conveniently, this is happening months before a presidential election. I'm, I'm not going to dive into all that stuff. I'm just saying it's not a coincidence, right? But, you know, in general, we need the post office, right? I was going to, I know, I know there's a postal service banned joke in there, but a lot of people have made that. So I will leave it alone. That said, I still rock to such great heights all these years later. Just saying. All right. Do we got it? 
I had to play a clip of it. <laughs> anyway, real talk. We got to save the post office, friends. Uh, not just for the election. People depend on this stuff. The people who work there, people who get things like medications and people who get their bills delivered to pay them, people who don't pay things online. I know. I know it seems weird that people don't do that, but there are plenty of people who, for whatever reason, don't have good internet, don't have a computer or anything, just uh, want to keep things simple, or maybe the internet where they live is not good enough to pay bills or whatever, right? It's a, it's an expense that a lot of people um, may not be willing or able to pay, right? So uh, we definitely still need... Sorry, I have these things on my shorts that, uh, like these little, I don't know, tassels, I guess, like I'm the ultimate warrior, and uh, the fan just blew them against my leg, and I thought I had like four flies on my leg. It freaked me out. Uh, I'm good now, though. Thank you for your concern. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm trying to be serious. Okay, we got to save the post office, right? We have to do it. There are people who depend on it for their very livelihoods, their very lives, really. You know, people work there, people get medications, all this stuff. So we're trying to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Well, I do know because there are people out here, they're, the dudes, the man, they're taking mailboxes off the street. They are shutting down mail sorting machines, which is very important for an election. Like, yes, it can be done as things are now, but it's going to take a long time, especially now there's a pandemic, if you don't know, and mail-in voting is, um, you know, going to be prevalent. I voted by mail. We voted by mail in the primary, and so I'm, I'm doing that again in november and um yeah i'm uh i'm a little bit worried you know the uh, the postmaster general came out and said hey i'm gonna uh all the changes i was gonna make we're not gonna do that until after the election which is good but you still did all these things that are bad and that are not helping uh so i think we have to do something to get that back in order but until then we gotta you know Things we got to do. I saw on Twitter that Cher, yes, the singer Cher, is, uh, was volunteering to work at the post offices in Malibu just to help out because people need help and people need mail and they need it sorted and people have to get their stuff, right? So when Cher is jumping in to volunteer to help the post office, you know that A, Cher is awesome, and B, we're in trouble. Like, it's not a good thing, right? So here's what you do. And my brother Bill shared this and other people have shared this around the old internet here, so I will share it with you. Uh, what you do if you are concerned about going to your polling place on Election Day and waiting in line um, because of the pandemic, because of just having to wait for a while, for whatever reason it is, right? If you are concerned about this in any way, here's what you can do. Request a mail-in ballot. I think deadlines are uh, fast approaching, I think. Um, request one so you'll get it, and then drop it off, not at the polling place, but your county clerk's office, your, uh, there's, I think your election board has a separate place. Um, and there may be, I know some states are doing drop boxes, or they did for the primary. Pennsylvania did too. Um, so take a look. Uh, it's usually, should be um, like vote.gov or something like that. Uh, should have a list of those things, or your local uh, election people should be able to tell you that where you can find, where you can drop off your. Um, your mail-in ballot. You can do that, and if you're really concerned, because you can track your mail-in ballot once you send it in to make sure, and they should send you an email like, hey, we got it. Hey, it's been processed. Uh, but if you're worried about that, what you can do as a last resort is go to your polling place and go up there and say, hey, 
I mailed my ballot. I'm concerned it's not going to get there. I'm concerned something happened. I need a provisional ballot. And by law, they have to give you one. So it's the same thing as when, you know, they close the doors and you're still in line. You have the right to be there and vote even after the polls close because you were in line waiting to vote. It's kind of the same idea where if you are concerned about an issue with your ballot, request a provisional ballot from your polling place worker person. And what they'll do, they'll mark your thing. You'll fill out the ballot right there and you will hand it to the person. If you feel more comfortable, more, um, I don't know, if you feel better about doing that, that is an option as well. So what happens is, and people will say, oh, well, then your vote's going to get counted twice. No, no. What will happen is once either of them gets to the place where it's going to be counted and registered, like if your mail-in ballot is processed before your provisional ballot is sent down to wherever, right? When they get that provisional ballot, they will see that and go, oh, no, this mail-in ballot was processed and you'll be good to go, right? Or, you know, vice versa. If you get the, if the provisional ballot gets there, they'll take care of that or whatever. So if you really feel um, uneasy about mailing your, uh, your ballot and you still kind of feel a bit uh, insecure, I guess is the right word here. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But um, yeah, this is bad. And I'm sorry to start off this way, but I wanted to get this out before uh, I started rolling into other stuff. So uh, just to let you know that this is a thing that happened, that is happening. And there are things, there are steps we can take to go around it, to get your vote counted and to get uh, to get past all this nonsense. All right. Again, I'm not telling you who to vote for. I would never do that. Um, if you've listened to this show with any kind of regularity, you know where I stand, where all the people are. Um but yeah, this is bad. And again, not just for the election, right? People need this service and it is a service. It's not a business. People say, oh, it's lost money. Well, it's a government agency. It's a service. It's not a business. So that's not a thing. But anyway, um, sorry. I, I, it's just There are ways around this. That is, uh, that is one way. Thank you to everybody who's been sharing that. And I figured I want to start the show with uh, some important news about what's going on in America. So yes, um, don't use this as an excuse to not vote. I know uh, it's worrisome for a lot of people, but there are ways around it. And um, yeah, it's just uh, if I had a car, I would say, hey, if you live in Philadelphia and you're worried about your ballot, I would go drop it off for you. I would get it from you and drop it off. But I do not have a car, so I cannot do that. Um, yeah, that'd be actually be a really good idea if I had a, if I knew how to drive. Huh. Should have thought about that. But anyway, yeah, there are ways around. Now this is getting into me, but uh, there are ways around it. That is one way that uh, people have been sharing, and I wanted to get that out there to you. Uh, and please, if I'm incorrect on any of this, if I am off base on some things, if I missed out some details, or if I'm uh, completely off, please let me know. Ever at the Meltic Pat, I will, um, I will let everybody know what the real story is if you let me know what is going on, okay? I want to get this right. I want to make sure people know what they can do to make sure that uh, they can go out and do their civic duty as uh, and actually have it matter and count, right? Okay, so serious stuff out of the way. We did it. How long did that take? <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, did not expect to go on a whole thing. Well, there was a whole thing with the flies, I thought, and, and the other stuff that I did. But anyway... Yeah, so that's a thing. That's happening. You know, the mail is uh, is very important to everybody. And um, there we are. We made it. We got out of the serious thing after, I don't know, 12 minutes or so. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So a couple of things, uh, news and notes about me 
that I think are good. I decided, so several months ago or years ago, I can't remember now, uh, there was a Pat Peeve on this very show where I talked about uh, how recipe websites are bogus, not bogus, but uh, how I was mad about recipe websites because whenever I went to look for a recipe, I would go and be like, oh, well, back when I was a child in 1948, my grandmother would do that. And it was a whole big story, seven-paragraph essay about, you know, apple crisp or something. And I'm like, I just want to know how to make it, right? I just want to know how do I put the, what do I need to buy? Where do I need to set my oven to? How long does it have to sit there? What do I have to do in the meantime? All this, I just want to know exactly what to do. And so I decided the other day, that I was going to make, and I did this actually at themeltingpath.com. There's a recipe tab. You can go there and find recipes. Uh, I credited the authors, obviously. I'm not a monster. Um, <laughs> but you can go there to themeltingpath.com, the recipe tab, and see just the recipes, ingredient, and here's what to do for uh, several dishes. Some people have suggested some. Um, the first one on there is no-bake pumpkin pie, which is what really set this idea in motion. I'm working on adding more. But if you would like to uh, to have a recipe featured, if it's yours or one that you found, or just uh, if you're like, hey, I want to know how to make, I don't know, prime rib or something, um, you let me know. I will find your recipe, and I will uh, sift through the lame story, and, uh, and I will post it there so you don't have to worry about that. All right? All right. Is that fun? Maybe? Is this going to last long? I don't know. I do not know. But uh, there you go. That's a fun thing that I did. Also, work-related... We got a memo the other day that says, so I've been working from home since uh, the end of March, and we all kind of don't know what the status is of how long this arrangement will go, because we're all kind of, wor well, okay, let me not speak for everybody else, but I've been kind of worried that they're going to say, hey, we're going to reopen and you all have to come back to the office in two days, right? I'm worried that, you know, on a Friday or something, they're going to say, hey, by the way, Monday, uh, you're all to report back to the office for your shift. And I'm just like, all right, that's uh, so that's kind of been in the back of my mind for a while. But the other day we got a memo that said, hey, teleworking, working from home has been extended through at least December 31st, 2020. So through the end of the year, old Pat will be sitting right here in this spot doing all his work, getting all the stuff done, which is great because as I've said, I have never been more productive work-wise and otherwise, really, um, since I started working from home. And that's not even getting into the money I'm saving, the mental anguish is too strong, but the um, like my mental health has gone through the roof. Which Is that a thing that mental health can do? I'm, I'm less stressed out. I don't have to commute all these ways and worry about being safe. I am safe here in my own home, and um, I'm doing the thing. I'm getting a lot of stuff done, so... Yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, I love this. I really hope that they continue to uh, to have this because we're getting our stuff done. We are getting our stuff done, uh, I would think, at a better clip than we were before. And we had a staff meeting recently that said, hey, you know, all you know, the services are being performed at an adequate level or something. Uh, whatever, corporate speak. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's great. I'm excited about this. Um my boss, so my boss emailed all of us and said, oh, we'll see you next year. And uh, I emailed her, just her back, because I don't reply all, as you know. And uh, I was like, yeah, all due respect, yeah. <laughs> so she called me immediately. She was like, oh, you got your way. I was like, well, no, uh, I would get my way if they took out the word temporary from that memo. But in any case, 
I am excited to be working from home at least. And they said this in the memo. It provides a, a level of certainty for people. So now I don't have to worry about, hey, you know, you're going to be called back soon until at least January. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to this a whole hell of a lot, although I am uh, I am concerned it is going to get very cold down here. So, again, if anyone knows how I can safely heat this space, uh, tips, please. Everywhere at the Meltic Pad. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com. Um, let me know how I can uh, safely heat my what used to be a garage. All right? All right. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, teleworking is uh, I'm going to be here working from home through the end of the year. So I am very excited about that. Uh, let's see. Where are we here? Do I talk about the delivery I just got today, Thursday? Yes, I will. So if you don't know, I'm a big fan of the game. The uh, Well, I've talked about it on the show. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I'm a big fan of it. I've been playing it for uh, for a while, and I'm gonna, I do have the, uh, the demo. I have the, the game is on the way, or the game is uh, about to be. I got the digital version, so it'll be unlocked in two weeks i think where are we here we are uh let's see so when this comes out it will be the 22nd and yeah the game comes out september 4th so looking forward to that very much and i got the demo and it's really good i'm having fun i am excited to play the rest of with the rest of the skaters and go all the way through because it's a great franchise i'm a big fan um but one thing that i did so in the first game there is, uh, I mean, you know, you had your roster of skaters and everybody had their main. And my main Tony Hawk guy, and this is going to be a question for the show in two weeks. Who was your main in Tony Hawk 1 and or 2? And for me, it was Jamie Thomas. And I don't know why. I'm not sure why I gravitated toward him. But he was the guy I always picked. And he had a board called Bloody Nose. And on the bottom of it, it was a black deck on the bottom. And the White Skulls, because his uh, company that he founded, the Zero Skateboards, and their um, logo is a white skull. And it has, you know, the White Skulls on the black deck and the red, because blood dripping down. And so I was like, oh my god, this board is awesome. This deck is great. I would like to have this on display in my home someday. Like, I just think that'd be really cool, because it looks awesome. And because I don't know how to skate, it's my balance and all these things, and I... I did try when I was a teenager because, you know, Tony Hawk was huge at that time. So uh, I did try it. It did not work out. But I figured, hey, this thing is cool. I want this on display. And now I have a space for it. And so I, uh, I scoured the Internet and ended up finding it on their actual website because it wasn't it was out of stock for a while. And so, sorry, I'm not like crying. It was, I had something in my throat. <laughs> I'm not overcome with emotion. Um so I ordered it, and it just came today. Today, like right before I recorded, I got the email that said, hey, it's been delivered. So I went up, but I got it. I also got a shirt and a sticker because shipping was really expensive, and I figured if I have to spend that money anyway, I might as well get more stuff. So uh, up top, the Zero Skateboards for having all the stuff, and I bought from another uh, company. What was that company called? Uh, Carter Skateboards, a display stand so I can have it. I didn't want to drill into the wall and I had seen online uh, people ha using command hooks to display their boards on their walls. I, well, I don't want to drill because it's not my house. And I didn't feel comfortable with the command hook idea only because the track record of stuff uh, of those staying on the walls here is, at least down here in this room, 
is not great. So I didn't really feel good about that. So I found a floor stand, which um, allegedly is just two pieces of wood that you slide and then click together, and then you display the board there. So I'm looking forward to that. And if it uh, it's supposed to come today, Saturday, well, today for you, um, Saturday. So if it is uh, here by the time I put the show up, then the picture will be in the show notes. Otherwise, it'll be on my social media places. So there you go. Something to look forward to? Maybe? I don't know. But I'm very excited. Something that I wanted uh, for several years, for a, a decade, and uh, and it is here today, and it looks really awesome. So very excited about that. Excited about Tony Hawk, the, uh, the, the new game, the remake, the remaster. The uh, And I did play the Tony Hawk HD remake on uh, PS3 a couple years ago, several years ago now, I guess. And I liked it, but I, I don't know what it was about that, about that HD kind of remake that didn't really... I don't know. I'm not sure what it was, but it was not uh, not as great as I had hoped. But um, after playing this demo of this new release, I am looking forward to it very much. I'm looking forward to the whole experience of it, and uh, maybe I'll stream it. I streamed a little bit of it on Twitch last week, or two weeks ago. I can't remember, but um, I am excited about it, and uh, yeah, hope you are as well. I don't know. Maybe you're not into Tony Hawk and you skipped all this, but there you go. <laughs> Oh, man. Speaking of Twitch. Oh, okay. So Josh and I, after we did the show last week, we were like, hey, can we play Guacamelee together? Guacamelee 2. Um, can we play that together on Steam? Because Steam has an option for like remote play. And we didn't really know what that meant. But we figured it was, hey, you can kind of link up together and play the game and, uh, and have all your fun. Well, we learned that uh, that's not what that meant. Remote play means you can just chat with each other and like watch each other play the game. Like That's the base, from what we could see, the base of remote play on Steam. Um, so then we looked up, hey, can this game support online multiplayer? Because when you play Guacamelee, um, there is an option, like a little thing. You know on like fighting games where it's like, hey, player two, press start or whatever. Well, it's that, and you can have up to four people playing, but... It's local multiplayer only, which is kind of a bummer for an online game, for like a game that I have on PC. Like, that's uh, disappointing to me. So I was like, all right, well, let's look up, and it doesn't support online play. So we're like, oh, what the hell? So I went through my library, and I was like, well, the only game that I see that supports online play is Genital Jousting. And you may remember several months ago, maybe a year or two ago, when I first got this game, and talked about it. If you don't want to know, this episode is marked not safe for work. Don't worry. So I got this game and I was like, oh man, this might be really fun to play with another person because, uh, well, you're a penis with testicles and an anus and you have to kind of wrestle with each other. Is that the right word to use? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's what I have. And so I, uh, Josh was like, all right, let's do this. So we downloaded it. We got it all set up and it worked. And it was beautiful is not the right word, but it's also it also it is. So I don't know. Uh, my buddy Doug was watching this stream. He's like, oh, my God, I've never seen the multiplayer of this. This is amazing. You know, we did uh, races through, you know, there's a, a luge competition where you slide. Down. It's exactly what it sounds like. You slide down an icy hill. Um, you play soccer. There's a, a thing called date night in there where you basically go through the stages of dating and marriage and kid and the yes having the kid 
was as gross as it sounds, and it was just it was like it was one of the best streams I've ever had on Twitch. Um, it was really just fantastic, and there was people were engaged, and Josh and I had fun with the game, and it was just amazing. And then uh, I played a game called Shower with Your Dad Simulator, and it's an eight bit. Um, you are the little kid, and you have to the the base game is you match up with uh, with your dad who is showering, and <laughs> as i say it out loud i'm like this is really disgusting why is this a game also doug brought up a good point how was i able to stream both of those games on twitch and receive no warning whatsoever all right i don't understand how that worked out but it did it was a lot of fun um oh by the way shout out to brenda mccullough almost better than silence also he was on this show once i should probably get him back uh for indirectly recommending both of those games to me they talked about that on on almost better than silence uh, several whenevers ago and i was like oh this sounds fun and they were those games were both a lot of fun and uh yeah had a great time streaming that i would like to do some more of that again i was gonna say i'd like to do some more genital jousting with some people but that sounds really gross and yeah as i said it out loud it, it sounds really gross but uh yeah it was a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to uh to doing some more multiplayer stuff, even though I'm a little disappointed that a lot of games that are out that are on Steam or on uh, Epic Games are not online multiplayer. Considering, you know, how many people are going to have the space and have the uh, the equipment to do local multiplayer on your PC, right? I, I thought the allure of PC gaming was to be able to play online with all your buddies, no matter what the game was. But apparently, I was wrong. But in any case. Um, those are really fun, and I'm looking forward to more of that. So there you go. Also looking forward to getting my new hard drive installed. Uh, Josh was helping me do that the other day until we learned that I do not have the second cable that I need. That did come in the mail, so I'll try to do that uh, as soon as we're done here and get that all set up. I'm excited to get that going. Um, just more space, storage, and whatnot. So we shall see if I screw it up. I'll let you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what's going on with me. Uh, things that have been happening. How far are we here? Can we? Do we have time for all these things? I don't see why not. Yeah, let's do that. You know what? I'm going to hold off on the fan mail. I think that's what I'll do because I might get some more. So yeah, but I will explain in a second um, why it's taken so long to get to some of these because these are kind of old. So there you go. All right. So movies we have watched. We did some things. Remember when I used to do movies on this show? Man, that was a lot of work. And I'm not doing that anymore. So, <laughs> so there you go. So we were looking for something to watch the other day. Actually, this happened a few times, which is why I have two movies to talk about. <laughs> but um, Jill came across this on Netflix called Eurovision, a movie. It is Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. And she said, oh, I saw like a, a clip or a trailer or something. Hey, let's try this. You love Will Ferrell. You love Rachel McAdams. Yes, of course I do. I'm not really a big movie guy, but... I figured, what the hell? I, I like, I prefer TV. I don't know, that's me. But anyway, um, let's try this out. So Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, they are the stars of the movie. They are Icelandic singers. And <laughs> like already I was in. And so their whole thing is they're going to enter the Eurovision Song Contest and try to win. And uh, Will Ferrell has wanted this since he was a kid. And he's been doing this whole thing. And Pierce Brosnan plays his dad. And he is not... Uh, not at all a fan of this and you know what i should probably take that thing about his mom out that might be a spoiler so sorry but anyway 
Pierce Brosnan's there, Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, and uh, I loved it. I loved this movie. This was really funny. Um, although, to be fair, I did have that uh, bit of uh, hesitation because the runtime was two hours, three minutes. You know, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, this looks really good. And then two hours, three minutes, I'm like, ah, really? <laughs> but enjoyed it very much. So that is on Netflix um, in the U.S. I don't know about worldwide. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, Icelandic singers in a European song contest. And I was all over it. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, good stuff. So check that out. Also, we finally watched, uh, I don't know when this, I don't remember when this came out, 2017, 18. Uh, we watched Venom. And, you know, we had never seen it. We had talked about it. We're like, hey, we should watch this. Tom Hardy, why not? Uh, you know, Marvel superhero, great, awesome. And I remember that people did not like it, much like X-Men Apocalypse from a couple weeks ago. And I remember people didn't like it. People didn't uh, didn't like the idea of it and then saw the movie, I guess, or saw enough of the movie to make a judgment. That's a thing people do. Uh, watch like a trailer or a clip or two and be like, oh, nope, sucks, awful, terrible. So uh, who knows? Who knows? But um, I remember, you know, hearing some negative reviews about it. So I figured, what the hell? Uh, like I've said before, if a movie gets bad reviews, I can usually find a way to enjoy it, uh, and not out of spite, although that's, I will admit, sometimes that is part of it, but for the most part, I'm just like, you know what, I set the bar kind of low, and let's do this. Like, I'm here to enjoy this uh, this story, I'm here to enjoy what I'm about to look at, so that's me, I don't know. It was weird, I will say, it was very strange to have a movie about Venom without having Spider-Man in it, because that's a whole... Like, that's the whole thing of Venom, is that he's from Spider-Man and all this. You know the drill. Um, or if you don't, I don't have time to get into it. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, any big Spider-Man fans would like to succinctly break that down for me. 209-867-7638. Um, why Spider-Man is so important to the Venom story. Somebody let me know. Someone who has a more detailed knowledge of it than me. How about that? But um, anyway, the movie, I enjoyed. We enjoyed it. You know, again, we go in and we're like, hey, this is probably going to be fun. It may not be the greatest, you know, cinematic adventure we've ever gone on. But Tom Hardy, Venom, it's probably going to be a good time. And guess what? It was. It looked cool. Uh, it was a fun time. That's I don't know why that sounded so weird. But we enjoyed the movie is what I mean to say. All right, so there you go. So Eurovision on Netflix, Venom is... Where do we watch that? I forget. I would recommend it to you to go find it if you haven't seen it, but I can't remember where we watched it. So, sorry. Um, yeah, so those are the movies we watched and enjoyed, and we'll see what comes up next week. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> also, oh, I'm in a bummer. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is a TV show that we have watched loyally is that the right word to use uh for seven seasons came to an end they got i do like that it wasn't canceled outright that they got to finish out their story and man what a ride so this show started as a companion piece to the marvel cinematic universe they had tie-ins to uh whatever movie was uh, was in theaters at the time and then they kind of found their own identity like their own path and then i feel like the show got better after that like it wasn't i mean of course the episodes that were 
right after the movie came out were, you know, must-see. I think I talked about one. I don't remember if it was on this show or the live show. I don't remember what year it was. But one of the Captain America movies um, where everything in S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA and all that where it all changed. And that's a point when the show really took off and at the same time went in a kind of a different direction but it was a good thing because they kind of they still had that connection to the universe and all that but at the same time they were they had their own identity which is weird to say about a show that started as a companion piece to a bunch of movies but anyway the show was fantastic um, it's one of those, and I hate to say this cause I hate when people say this when they're like, dude, you gotta really, you gotta stick it out, man. Like, uh, whatever show people try to get me to watch. Um, <laughs> sorry, no examples off the top of my head. Um, it didn't hit right away. And this is even me who ended up loving the show. It took a good while to really find their footing. And then, uh, once they did though, they were off and running and they were, uh, they hit it, man. I loved it. I thought it was great. I will miss it. And it was a really good show, really fun show. Um, the first six seasons are on Netflix, and I believe, I don't know how long they keep up the current season on Hulu, but, oh, I just got a thing when season seven, hold on one second. I just got the Netflix email not too long ago, and I can let you know when the seventh season will be on Netflix. Hang on one second. Huh, all right, maybe not. I swear I saw it on there, but I just looked at the list again, and it was not. But uh, let's see. So it just ended, and usually they put it up in September sometime. But uh, yeah, sorry, do not know. Damn it, I was really excited to, to get you the scoop and break the news and do all that stuff, but I could not do it. I let you down. All right, we got some sports stuff to do, a little bit of wrestling news, and then uh, that will be all. But first, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. So I did get a bunch of fan mail, and there was a reason that some of these are kind of old, but I will hold it till next week. I had something wrong with the website, with the contact form, and it is working now. So if you go to TheMeltingPat.com, you want to send me some questions and whatnot, now I will actually get them. I don't know what happened. I think uh, the uh, the hosting site, they updated some stuff, and that uh, some things got lost. But now they are uh, they are okay. We're good to go. And yeah, so next week I'll have a bunch of fan mail for you, a bunch of questions that have been asked over the last, Jesus, I don't even know how long. Um, <laughs> but there you go. So yeah, more of that. So if you have any questions for me, any uh, concerns or whatever, so let me know, themeltingpath.com or again, everywhere at the Meltingpath. All right, so there you go. Sorry, I forgot to mention that even though I, it's all right here. I just said I'm not going to do it, but uh, there you go. wanted to let you know what is going on with that if you were I don't know if you asked me a question over the last several months. That's why I didn't get to it, because I didn't see it until the other day. All right? All right. So, again, sports stuff coming in a second. Um, a little bit of wrestling news, then that will be the show. But first, we have a new song from our friends in Point North, whose debut album, Brand New Vision, is out right now. Not as I do this, but as you listen to this, their album is out their first one, they did a couple of EPs, a bunch of singles, and this is their first album. Yes, we did try to to set up a conversation for the show. It did not work out. Uh, they're busy, guys. We tried. We did our best. We, the scheduling is hard, man, and whoa, man. That's why I do this by myself. <laughs> but in any case, um, it's actually really awesome because I've been uh, kind of on this train since the beginning with this band, and I'm very excited for them. 
to, uh, and I've met them a couple times and they're pretty awesome. They've been great to me. So, uh, very, very happy for them. So go check that out. Go stream it on Spotify, get it on Apple music and Amazon, I guess. And all this place, all those places, pointnorthband.com, and they appear courtesy of Hopeless Records. But uh, for now, we're going to do the one, uh, the song they just put out yesterday. And yeah, yesterday. I was going to do A Million Pieces because that was the uh, the one that lost the poll when I did them, uh, when I played them last time. But then they dropped this new guy. So I figured, let me do this one. And uh, yeah, so there you go. So this song, by the way, is not safe for work, although. Some of the stuff we talked about isn't as well, so (laughs) So there you go. But just to let you know, that's what's going on. So pointnorthband.com, and they're at Point North Band everywhere on the social places. My thanks to them for the okay. Maybe one day they'll be on the show. Maybe. I don't know. But in any case, this is from their new album, Brand New Vision, which is available now. It is called No One's Listening. You're inside the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network. There you have it, our friends Point North with their latest, one of their latest, No One's Listening, from their uh, new album, Brand New Vision. I'm excited about this, man and woman. You know what? I'm so excited about it. I don't even want to ruin it by trying to riff it. 
I'm not going to do that. I don't know why, but there you go. <laughs> the Meltic Pat, the next level network. My thanks to Point North, as always, for letting me do the thing. All right. So, yeah, again, pointnorthband.com for all of their stuff. All righty. So, my friends, if you do not like sports, well, uh, thank you for hanging out. I love you. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Don't be an idiot. Um, yeah, so we're going to do the sports stuff now. All right? I'll see you next time with uh, maybe an interview. Kind of a weird situation with next week. So we will see what happens with that. And then I'm try- actually trying to line up an interview for the following week, too. So, man, I'm going to be busy. Um, in a good way. In a good way. This is all going to be really fun. So there you go. All right. So for the rest of us, let's talk some baseball. Uh, the Phillies actually won some games since we last spoke. They swept the Mets. They won, I think, uh, or no, they swept the... Hold on. Yeah, they swept the Mets, and then did they sweep somebody else? No, they didn't sweep them. They won uh, two of three or three of four from the Red Sox, so that was cool. And then uh, I watched them yesterday, Wednesday, and they did not look good at all. Actually, it was pretty terrible to be a Philadelphia sports fan on Wednesday because the Phillies lost and looked super sloppy. The Sixers got destroyed by the Celtics in the playoffs, and the Flyers lost to Montreal in their playoff game. So, yeah, Wednesday the uh, <laughs> the 19th was not a good day to be a Philadelphia sports fan. But we will turn it around or something. I'm not going to do anything about it, you know, actually. I'm just going to sit here and cheer them on and listen and watch and do all that. But And hopefully the captain will join us in, uh, in just a moment to talk about the Fly Guys and maybe they will have won another game between now and then. I don't know when they play again. I don't know. He told me, he told all of us to schedule for them, but I forgot it already. So there you go. But yeah, Phillies won. They uh, they looked okay. They looked good in that winning streak. And then, you know, yesterday the wheels fell off. So I don't know where to, the, I don't know where to go with that. I really don't. Also, interesting to note, Josh and I talked about this last week with the bit of a double standard with the Cardinals, how the Marlins were basically forced to trot out AAA players and all those uh, young guys just to get the games played. The Cardinals were not told to do that, and they still... You know what? Let me check this right now, because I think they've only played a handful of games. Let me see here. Here we go. All right, so they have played a few more games since then, but as of like a week ago, they had played five times. Now they've played 13 games, so they uh, they are back on the field as far as I can tell. So there you go. Um, but yeah, that's still weird, man, that they just, like the Marlins were basically rushed out to play some games and the Cardinals were not, and it was just a weird situation. But anyway, um, yeah, so the uh, the Oakland A's are still in first place, by the way. Although the Astros, man, they've won like seven in a row. That's crazy. Jesus, still a bunch of cheaters. Oh, boy. Um and the worst part is they don't get why people are still mad. <laughs> like it's it's just all right. We're not diving into that again. It's just really weird. Um, there you go. There's that fly again. There's a fly in the studio. It's been in here all day. It's really bothering me. But anyway, I will try to limit the distraction here. Okay. So there was some uh, quote unquote controversy this week with Fernando Tatis Jr. Now, let me say this: I am a big fan of this kid. He's really good at hitting the baseball and playing defense and running. He's a good player is what I mean to say. He's really fun to watch. Um, He plays for the Padres. 
And he's been great. He's really fun. So the other day, he broke one of the unwritten rules in Major League Baseball. And these come up every once in a while when somebody does something that the old guard doesn't like. People are like, well, what about... And people freak out. And that's what happened here. So the unwritten rule in question is on a 3-0 count. So basically, if the pitcher misses the strike zone, you draw a walk. All right? So if you're up big, you got a 3-0 count. You take the pitch, you don't swing, and uh, for some reason, that's a thing, right? So um, universally, you take on 3-0, you basically let him throw one in there, and I, I don't know why this is a thing. It's always been weird to me that the accepted practice is to take on 3-0 when you know that the pitcher has to throw you a strike, especially when, in this case, the bases are loaded, right? So if you get walked, yeah, that's a run in. Right? So the pitcher knows he's got to throw you a strike. The hitter knows the pitcher has to throw you a strike. So you know that you're very likely to get a good pitch to hit and hopefully drive the ball and you know, score a couple of runs. Well, Fernando Tatis Jr. did just that. He took a swing on 3-0, and he had a grand slam. And the Padres were up 10-3. It was the eighth inning, and so they went up 14-3. I think they won... I don't know, 14 to 5 or something. Um, and so people were mad because, oh, you're not supposed to swing on 3-0 and you're not supposed to, you know, try to run up the score. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, all right, do you know where that logic applies? Little League, high school, right? You know, you don't run up the score. You know what else? Though Little League has a mercy rule, right? You're up by 10 runs. They call the game after a certain point, don't they? They still do that. That's how it was when I was a kid. And... We all got participation trophies, so I figure maybe it's the same. Maybe it's changed. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so people are saying, oh, run up the score and show up the pitcher and do all this stuff. Yeah, you're professionals, all right? Your job as a hitter is to go up there and get on base however you can, right? Get on base, drive the ball, drive in those runs, right? Tatis did that. He did that as best you can. He drove everybody in, right? So, I don't, it, and it was weird. Well, first of all, it's weird people are mad about this still in 2020 when all this stuff is just, come on. Um, and the other thing was his own manager in the moment kind of threw him under the bus. He was like, oh, yeah, we gave him the take sign, and I guess he missed the take sign that we gave him. And then, you know, he took the swing and all that. And all of a sudden, and the other manager is like, oh, I didn't like it personally. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. And I think uh, Chris Woodward, the manager of the Rangers, who would their, their opponent, he was like, after I thought about it, you know, yeah, right, maybe I uh, jumped on him too hard. Whatever he said, who cares? Um, the fact that they were mad at all and the fact that his manager did not step up for him and say, hey, you know what? Throw a better pitch on 3-0. Don't get into a 3-0 count with the bases loaded against a really good hitter, and maybe you don't have this problem. You know, throw a better pitch, he grounds into a double play, and the inning's over, right? Throw a better pitch, he pops out, right? That's really... You know, his manager should have said something like that to to go to bat for his players, pun intended. Uh, but he didn't. And that, like, if I'm Tatis Jr., I'm like, yo, how do I get out of here? Like, how do I? I don't want to play for the. I wouldn't want to play for the guy who's not going to have your back, right? Because if he's not going to have your back on something like that, how do you know he's going to have your back when something serious happens, right? When, uh, you know, somebody throws at your head and uh, you got to kind of stand up for yourself and the manager has to step in and say something, right? How do you know the manager is going to take your side if he's not going to take your side when you broke an unwritten rule, all right? And hey, nerds who are mad about this unwritten rule being broken, write it down. 
make it a written rule, and then, you know, have everybody laugh at you because you wrote down a stupid rule. Right? Right. There you go. Jesus. All right. There's your baseball pat peeve for today. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't. I never got it. It's it's always been like, oh, you're showing up the other team. Yeah, well, you're not in high school. All right? You're not in Little League. You're an adult. You're getting paid for this. If you don't want I've said this about bat flips and, and the pitcher pumping his fist after a strikeout and all this and celebrations and whatnot. If you feel like you're going to be shown up, if you don't want to feel that way, like if you're a guy who gets mad when he gets shown up, obviously, that's a natural kind of thing, right? But if you don't want to get shown up, throw a better pitch. Perform better at your job. That's really all it is. Be better, and you won't have to worry about getting shown up because you'll be the guy on the other side of it who just got one of the best hitters in the game to ground into a double play with the bases loaded, right? On a 3-0 count. Like, that makes you look better. But instead, you know, you throw a bad pitch, and he then, then you're not mad. See, that's the thing. If he grounds into a double play to end the inning, nobody's mad about him swinging 3-0. Nobody. Because it's like, oh, well, you know, he had a good pitch to hit and then, you know, just rolled over on or whatever, right? And the, the opposing team's like, yeah, I got him out in a big spot. Nobody's mad about it. But because he had a grand slam, all of a sudden he's, uh, you know, public enemy number one. And I do love that all these players and former players that came out have come out and said, hey, you know what, kid? Keep swinging. The only thing he apologized to, which I thought was weird, but it is what it is. You know, today that happens. But, uh, yeah, a lot of guys came out and said, hey, you know what, kid? Do what you got to do. You know, if they're going to throw you that pitch 3-0, you know, you're going to get one to hit. And you did. Like, you did exactly what you've been paid to do is you got a hit, you drove in the runs, and you helped your team win a game. That's it. There it is. So, yeah, people are getting uh, getting really mad about this. Calm down. Okay? All right. Other thing, Trevor Bauer. Um, I wish this would have happened last week, so Josh and I could have talked about it. But Trevor Bauer the other day tried to wear cleats that said, Free Joe Kelly who is uh, serving his suspension. And, or no, he's on the injured list, and then he'll serve his suspension. But, um, yeah, he was going to wear sh- uh, cleats that said, Free Joe Kelly, and the league said, uh, Nope, you wear those, you will be uh, ejected from the game and possibly fined or suspended. And he's like, Well, I thought that uh, this was supposed to be fun. I thought you said, Hey, let the kids play. Let us wear stuff on our cleats. But apparently not. And then, of course, he dragged the Astros um, yeah, because you have to, because, you know, nothing happened to their players. And uh, you know the whole thing by now. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. So, I don't know, last year they did a whole uh, campaign about, hey, let the kids play and let's have some fun. And uh, a couple things that have happened this week are showing that um, maybe they don't want us to have fun just yet. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm missing things. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. But there you go. That's your baseball. That's what I got for you. Um I've kept you long enough. I don't want to dive into other things because it was it's more fun with somebody else. Right? Right. That You could say that for a lot of things. All right. So we got some wrestling news for you. Again, sorry, Mom. Um, so this Sunday, 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 Sunday is WWE SummerSlam, and they have been running shows out of their performance center in Orlando for several months, but they have a um, an agreement to work in the Amway Center, an actual arena, for... I think they're doing two months at least, like a residency there. Like it's Vegas and you're a comedian. Um, And so they're starting that on Sunday. And their plan is to have fans be involved in the show. Now, I'm a wrestling fan, so I can say this with certainty. Wrestling fans 
are terrible. They're just the most annoying people. They really are. And <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and I will say that if I have to watch fans during the show on like a video, because there was an idea floated out a couple of months ago that they would have the you know the screen, the uh, the matches and the show on the screen in the middle, and then uh, the border around that was going to be a bunch of um, video like a Zoom or Skype whatever box with a fan in it, and so you'd have you know, a dozen fans around the show on the screen while the show is happening. And if that happens, Pat's out. I cannot deal with seeing your stupid video face while I'm trying to watch a show. And I'm worried that's going to happen. But I think what they are talking about is having like a video screen and cutting to a host saying, hey, how you guys like at SummerSlam? And be like, yeah, and that's better, I guess. It seems kind of dumb. They should go the MLB route. They pipe in the noise and have people pay to have cardboard cutouts uh, of themselves in the seats. I don't know. Maybe that's me. I don't know. that. Maybe I'm just old, but um, this seems like it's going to be terrible. I will give it a chance, obviously, but this seems like it's going to be a terrible idea, and it will take away from the fun of the show. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but there you go. Also, speaking around... Oh, um, before we get to AEW... So SummerSlam is this Sunday, the 20, what is it, 3rd? Yes. And then next Sunday, the 30th, is another pay-per-view. So pay-per-views, back-to-back weeks. I feel like, man, Vince, the game's over. You lost, I guess. You won and lost at the same time. When you got pay-per-views, back-to-back weeks, that's not, there's no time to build a story for the next show. Like, that's especially when you're coming out of such a big show already, well, supposedly a big show in SummerSlam, and now you're like, hey, we're going to do another one right after this, so good luck. I don't, I don't know. I don't like the idea. We shall see. Maybe I'll come back in two weeks and say, you know what, it wasn't that bad, but um, I will, in two weeks I'll let you know how both shows were going back-to-back. All right, so there's your, uh, your WWE news now. On the other side of it, AEW, they announced today that they're going to allow fans for their shows. And or at least for one show. I don't know how long this arrangement will uh, will last, but uh, all right. So they run at Daly's place in Florida, which is an open air arena. All right. So that's already like you have checked a good box in terms of trying to keep everybody safe, right? If you're going to do this, an open air place is what you want, right? So that's a good thing. That's a good part. So the other good part about this is they're only allowing in 10 to 15% capacity. So however many people that is, and of course they're spreading people out and cleaning and all this stuff. So they are taking steps to make sure this happens, uh, I guess the right way. But I don't like it. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, again, like they're taking the necessary precautions and I applaud them for that. But in general, I don't think this is a good plan. I really don't. Because yeah, you can have everybody separated and all this stuff, but... Like we've said with other things going on, it only takes one, right? It only takes one person to go out and do the wrong thing or go out without the mask or whatever, right? It only takes one, and now everybody's screwed and in trouble. And, um, yeah, so if you're going to this show, I mean, I personally, I would not. But if you're going to go, I'm not, I can't stop you. This is America. Um, be safe. Be careful. Be smart about it. Uh, I, I don't see how this ends well, but, you know, let them go for it. Uh, it'll make the show better, I'm sure. But is it worth it right now? 
I don't know. I don't know. And the money thing too, but uh, so I guess that's part of it. But yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't love it. Uh, so two wrestling things back to back that I don't really love. I don't know. Maybe I'm old. I don't know. I don't. This could probably work out, but I, I don't. Uh, don't know. Don't love it. What I do love is that I get to shut up for a couple minutes, and uh, you get to hear the captain talk about the fly guys because I've kept you long enough, and then that will be the show. So for now, we keep our fingers and toes crossed that the captain will join us momentarily to tell us all about the Flyers. Good sir, the floor, it's yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers playoff. Guys, the Flyers are on to the second round. 12 more wins until they reach the pinnacle of hockey the lifting of Lord Stanley's Cup. The Flyers have a long, long way to go, but the first test has been answered. The bell has been rung, and the Canadians have been sent home. The Flyers picked up huge win last night under the leadership of Carter Hart, under the direction of Elaine Vigneault, and goal scoring by pretty much anybody that's not a top-line guy. So the Flyers are really showing off a lot of their depth on this team. I love it. Love the way they're playing, playing hard hockey, strong hockey. The goals will come as long as they're playing the way they are defensively. So let's do a little recap. Flyers ended up doing the back-to-back wins, the back-to-back shutouts on Sunday and Tuesday. 1-0 win on Sunday, 2-0 win on Tuesday. The Flyers, with Carter Hart leading, had the first back-to-back shutout in the postseason since Michael Layton and the Flyers went on to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2010. So that's a huge step in the right direction. Carhartt also one of the five only goalies to be able to do it before the age of 23 back-to-back playoff shutouts. That's it's just incredible. Kid's amazing, doing amazingly well, and is unflappable, which just it blows my mind. Uh, the Flyers ended up following that up with a 5-3 loss, unfortunately, on Wednesday, that second piece of the, the back-to-back. They came on strong last night, ended up scoring within 30 seconds of the beginning of the first period. Ivan Provorov with the shot from the point. TK with the redirection. Just just loved it, loved it, loved it. Ended up grinding it out with a 3-2 win, sending the Canadians home. So looking ahead now, Flyers are going to be taking on the Islanders. Flyers did fairly well against the Islanders in the regular season, but the Islanders handily took care of the Washington Capitals. It only took them five games, and they pretty much blew them out. It wasn't even a contest. So the Flyers are going to be playing a very strong team in the Islanders here in the second round. Looks like first game is going to be on Monday, 7 o'clock, followed up by Wednesday at 3 p.m., another early afternoon game, and then a back-to-back. They're going to be taking them on for game three Thursday at 7. So Flyers have a strong, strong team ahead of them. They have a good schedule ahead of them. Flyers are going to be able to rest a little bit before they get back to the action. So, guys, I'm excited for round two action. I hope you are, too. This team is special. This team makes me believe, and I want to believe in greatness. Let's make it happen. Guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. And we say thank you, good sir, for stopping by, or you heard, um, I don't know, a sound effect or something. If he wasn't there, the Meltic Path and Next Level Network. Oh, forgot NBA. Damn it. Um, all right. So if he can join us, I have not talked to him yet this week. But if Danny Schmitz can join us for the NBA update, we will put that right here. Yes. 
and say thank you, sir. Or again, you heard uh, Swish and Marv Albert and their ego. So, so there's all your sports and all the stuff. And that, my friends, is our show. We did it. We made it to the end. Um, thanks to Point North for the tune. Thank you all for joining me. Facebook.com slash The Next Level Network, TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our wonderful shows, The Spotlight, uh, Lost, We Have to Go Back, Panels of Pixels, TFT Nerdcast, Caffeine Crew, you know the drill, uh, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, all the stuff, short-lived show, show should be coming back soon. I don't know. It's all up to me, really. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll work on that, but there you go. I'm ever at the Melting Pat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and dot com. Also, again, 209-867-7638 with your questions, comments, concerns, observations, and of course, corrections. All right. Did we miss anything that we have to tell you? I don't think so. Um, next week, we may have an interview. Still working on it. Funny story about that, but we'll get to that uh, when uh, when we get there, I guess. And then the following week, we may have another interview. So busy times for me, I guess, coming ahead. But that's a good thing because I love doing this. It's a great time. So there you go. That's all. That's it, right? Are we good? I hope so. Hope I didn't miss anything. If I did, again, let me know, and uh, and we'll do our best to correct it, fill it in. I don't know. Also, send me your questions, fan mail next week. We will get to all that and uh, and whatever else. All right. Man, that was a tough one. This has been an 8th Boiling production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Oh, man, I forgot. Wear a mask. I got to remember to work that in. Damn it. All right. g and Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That, my friends, is it. Thank you so much for hanging out. I love you. Big fans of all y'all. That was weird. All right. That's... <laughs> Just don't be a moron. All right? All right. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but cross. Got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no work. Glass some ice and a dash of a mint. It's my time. Yeah, yeah, feeling golden. Bring your own beverage. It's nice or it's cold. I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, space so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. Something from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, cause I'm feeling kind of bored. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge. And the go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. What? Go girl work the cold one. Go girl work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's 
keep one thing clear The bait's over there, the brew's right here Two six packs and a big bag of ice And you get to bite, but the brew tastes nice Back to the ball, so every jack of reason I collide Need a whole lot of them food drinks They got me up on the monster I'm the Kool-Aid kid When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty, yeah. Yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah.